Hey, what's up, everybody? Tracy Cole, your Catholic girl on the radio. Hi. <laughs> so today we're talking about trusting God. Really just trusting Him. He's so cool. He's amazing. If you've heard of some of my um, my podcasts before, I've talked about this before, but I've talked about God teaching me this lesson of trust. And this lesson of trust is... Um, it took a while. And one of the first things that, one of the first memories of God teaching me how to trust him, which he's always done, but one of very specific, you know, like when you have this relationship with God or when you have a relationship with God, really, um, there are certain markers in your life where you're like, ah, this is him. This is Christ. And this is, this was one for me. And it really was basically Luke 12, 22 through 34. That was the moving um, catalyst in my trust for him. And it took years. It took years. This was when I was 16. I'm 26 now, so 10 years um, of continuous work until I learned how to trust him. And even now, you know, at times we struggle. I struggle. You struggle. We all struggle with uh, with trusting God because we think that... Um, He's not as big as the situation we're in, or we, you know, Peter struggled when he walked on water. He literally was walking on water until he realized that he's walking on water. And he freaked out, and uh, he began to doubt, and he began to kind of sink. And Jesus picked him up, and he said, you know, you will be kind of thing. So, um, it is a constant struggle. It was for Peter. It's going to be for us. But good news is that God is bigger than the struggle. God is bigger than everything. He will pick you up just like he picked up Peter. Isn't that amazing? It is blessed and it is amazing and he is there. Let's today actually read that verse in the Bible, that part of the Bible. It's not really a verse, so bear with me because it's one of my favorite ones and I really think that you should hear it. <clears throat> Sorry. So again, it's Luke 12, 22 through 34. It says, he said to his disciple, disciples, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life and what you will eat or about your body and what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. Notice the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have neither storehouses nor barns. Yet God feeds them. How much more important are you than the birds? Can any of you, by worrying, add a moment to your lifespan? If even the smallest things are beyond your control, why are you anxious about the rest? Notice how the flowers grow. They do not toil or spin. But I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass in the field that grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, Will he not much more provide for you, O you of little faith? As for you, do not seek what you are to eat or what you are to drink, and do not worry anymore. All the nations of the world seek for for these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these other things will be given to you beside. Do not be afraid any longer, little flock. For your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belonging and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out. 
an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach, no moth can destroy. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I know, that was a lot. It's amazing though. It's amazing if you heard it. It's amazing to think that. With all the worrying, we're constantly worrying about what am I going to do? Where am I going to live? What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? Who is this person? How am I gonna, how am I going to meet this future spouse? How am I um, going to be able to do this, to do that? And we're worried and we're worried. Sometimes we're really worried sick. That's why we get so anxious and you get like these knots in your stomach. You get acne. You get all kinds of things. I've been there before. But... You of little faith, that's what he's told me, and that's what he tells me now, and that's what he told us, all of us. Oh, you of little faith. If God so clothes the grass in the field that grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, this kind of useless grass, nothing more than to be thrown in the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you? He's going to provide these things. He asks us to seek the kingdom of heaven, everything else will be added on. I think that's the continuation of the verse. Um, seek the kingdom of heaven, everything else will be added on. So, the money bags that no thief can destroy, no thief can reach and no moth can destroy, these money bags are in the kingdom of heaven. Seek him first and everything else will be added on. Everything. It may, you may struggle. And that's a given. Carry your cross and follow me. Take up your cross and follow me. That's what he says. So you may struggle, but he is with you. He will provide. Put him first. Put him as the center and he will make sure that you have everything else that you need. Everything. When it comes to love, he will be the source of love. And he will provide the person. Uh, If that is in your vocation, he will provide the person. But he will be the the fountain of love, the source of love. And that is how you're able to love your spouse, because of him. Um, If you want food, you will work and you will get food, but he will be the source that feeds you. He will provide all these things. Rely on him, be with him. And sometimes he will use you to provide for others. He will use you to feed others. He will use you to clothe others. And that's the best part of it, is at times we are his vessels. We're his hands and his feet. We're his vessels. And he gives us certain gifts so that we can eat and so that we can feed others as well. And it is very important to do that and to continue doing that. I think we get into this uh, uh, consumer mindset where we just like don't want to do this like we're just constantly thinking of ourselves. what can I do more and more and more and more for me um this mindset but let's be real over here talking about this consumer mindset um God is he's working with us and this consumer mindset it destroys us and all these gifts that God is giving us we kind of tend to, to give them away really to destroy them, to, to not, to, to make them useless because we are consumers that only think about ourselves. But when God provides for us, he provides so that we can provide for others as well. But whether it be if you're in good health, then uh, maybe you could donate blood and that's how he's providing through you. If you are um, 
mentally in a really good place, maybe he be- you become the shoulder people cry on. And that's how you help others. I'm not talking about always like monetary help. There is spiritual help. Maybe if you have time, you have a chance to pray for others. And that's how he's providing through you. So, um, in any case, my point is, he does the providing in whatever form he finds fitting. And he always does that. But you, your job is to seek the kingdom of heaven and everything else will be given to you beside. That's what he says. Everything else will be given to you beside. Seek him first. Because in the kingdom of heaven, you find all these things. You find fulfillment of what you really deeply need. I'm not saying the fulfillment of the kingdom of heaven is where you go to God and you're suddenly rich. No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. There are people out there saying these things um, or showing you this, these things. No, 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 no. It's not how it works. You work with God. He gives you strength to keep going. He gives you strength to know what is the next step. And that is, uh, when you seek him, you find ultimate wisdom. And ultimate wisdom, it either like it satisfies you and he does provide everything else. When people went out um, and they listened to him for three days and the disciples came to Jesus and said, hey, they've been with you for three days. These people are hungry. Send them away so they can eat. Jesus said, no, I won't send them away, basically, kind of. Um, I won't send them away. You give them something to eat. Isn't that cool? He designated the job for his, for his, to his disciples. So um, you give them something to eat and say, we, we only have like a, a fish and like a few fish and um, a few pieces of bread. And so he said, bring them to me. Bring what you have to me. And he blessed them and he broke them and he fed the multitude. And everyone was satisfied and there was more left over. That's what happens when we bring ourselves to God. Or when we sit there for three days listening to Him. When we sit there with Him, um, constantly trying to to, to seek the kingdom of heaven. Because that's what these people were doing. He fed them. He actually physically fed them. Apart from the the, the spiritual feeding that they were eating, um, the spiritual food that they were eating, they were actually fed. And that is something to really consider. And another thing to really consider is that he did that through his disciples. You go and feed them. We have nothing. Well, as my disciples, it's your job to bring everything to me. It's your job to bring everything to God, to seek the kingdom of God first, bring him everything, and then you will have plenty for yourself and for others. Because he blesses our work when we work with him. He provides for us. He's with us. He's our father. One thing that I actually wanted to read you today, um, another thing that I wanted to read you today, is a message from Metagorie where um, Our Lady appears. And this is from January 2nd, 2020. And it says, Dear children, I know that I'm present in your hearts, in, in your lives and in your hearts. I love you. I feel your love. I hear your prayers and direct them to my son. This is what Our Lady is saying. I desire to be in the lives of all my children. I desire to gather all of my children around me beneath my motherly mantle. This is why I'm inviting you and calling you apostles of my love to help me. My children, my son pronounced the words of the the, our father, our father. You 
who are everywhere and in our hearts. Because he desires to teach you to, to pray with words and feelings. He desires for you to always be better, to, to live merciful love, which is prayer and limitless sacrifice for others. My children, give to my son love for your neighbor. Give words of consolation, compassion, acts of justice to your neighbor. Everything that you give to others, apostles of my love, my son accepts as a gift. I am with you because my son desires for my love. My son desires for my love as a ray of light to bring your soul to, to life for me to help you in search of peace and eternal happiness. Therefore, my children, love one another. Be united through my son. Be children of God who all together with full, open, and pure heart pronounce our Father. Do not be afraid. Thank you. These were the words that Mary said in Medjugorje, uh, but I really wanted to point out that here she says, our father, and she points to God as a father with feelings and emotion. And in the verse that we read earlier in Luke 12, 20 through 30, uh, 22 through 34, he says, your heavenly father feeds them. We're still talking about God the father, and you're forgetting that your parents won't let you go hungry. If they can, they will clothe you, they will help you, they will do anything in their power. And here, once more, Our Lady is telling us, be kind, be merciful, be with Christ, be apostles of Christ, show mercy, and He will be there. He is receiving all these gifts. He, he wants you to be merciful to each other, and He uses you, apostles of my love. That's what she calls us, apostles of my love. Just like the apostles fed the multitude, so it is with us. It is our job. He works with us. He provides and he will use us to provide. That is it for today. Don't forget to, if you enjoyed this episode, share it. Tell people about it. And if you want to connect with me personally, it's at the word with Rita on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And um, YouTube is Rita Sekali. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and I will be with you next week. Bye!